Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Goes Without Saying, you're listening to Goes Without Saying with Sefi and Wing. I'm Wing. And I'm Sefi. This episode, look, it isn't a perfect feminist essay, but it is the perfect silly little podcast if you're in the mood to get a little bit pissed off and listen to two random girls talking shit on their own shitty experiences and get angry with us. Um, We try and keep it light and funny, (laughs) but the world is fucked up. I hope you enjoy. Hey. Hi. 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 <laughs> How's it going? Good. Nothing good. new. Good. Happy to be back. So happy to be back. Thrilled. It feels good. It feels great. Um, I'm not nervous, but like I'm intrigued to see where this conversation is going to go. So am I. I'm thinking I'm just going to kind of going to let you shape this because I okay. know the general vibe of the episode because you vision. just did a little sort of action to describe it and i know exactly what you mean just kind of got my claws out yeah Yeah. i know the vibe but i also don't really know what the conversation is going to look like so neither really i'm kind of just gonna go with the flow yeah yeah i agree just hold on tight close our eyes just see what happens happens. yeah works for me it's gonna be a bumpy ride (laughs) it's just i think it's always a good idea to talk about girls and the way that girls feel about other girls and why maybe absolutely you know i do know i know it well in fact yeah same same how do you no go on no you go no go on because i said i'm gonna let you shape this and then i just suddenly go with a random question yeah but i'm intrigued as to what it was now sorry you don't know (laughs) i think i've forgotten it anyway slipped right into yeah it's gone i was gonna say like how has your relationship with identifying as even like being a girl like as a kid how has your relationship to your gender changed Ooh. over time like what what's the what's your what's your story who Do are you, know you? What? i still feel like i'm kind of getting to grips with like the identity of like woman i find mm-hmm. that really like as opposed to girl yeah. i find that like when like the other day you said like we're 26 year old women I called and it's like, you t- yesterday yeah women yeah. women yeah. little women woman. it's crazy little women <laughs> i think it's a powerful like sexual thing woman well, i i find it's strange i remember once you say someone sexually once said that i had a womanly body and Mm. i remember being quite triggered by that but almost it's like girly would be really fucking weird but then almost like oh god so you're a fucking paedophile <laughs> but like womanly i was i remember being like god a woman a, wo- a woman okay mm. i'm a woman right okay weird but i yeah. do think i definitely feel weird about i think the transition basically puberty mm. hit me pretty hard as a person <laughs> yeah. um i think i just developed really early and i think i was actually thinking about my boobs the other day 
but mm. we've, got, we've got, I'm always thinking about them but like I have pretty big boobs and I was like I have had these my whole life yeah. I cannot remember not having just like yeah. quite big boobs like I it's almost like in year five or six probably year five I reckon these things grew pretty quick always had them always had to wear a bra all of this stuff and it's like actually god what does i look like without these like what I does that find... mean for me yeah, yeah it's like that surely has shaped me just my identity of, of, as just a woman a girl mm. oh, i don't know like i definitely i feel i feel weird about it i think i'm still processing puberty honestly <laughs> <laughs> no same i've heard this thing about a second puberty not that anyone really knows anything mm. about like do you know what I, mean? I can't ugh, i can't find the facts but Mm. I'm yeah I feel like puberty I'm still recovering I agree it's a quite a scarring experience suddenly it's like you go from being able to like I was one of those kids that would run around with my top off sort of thing like in the sort of park and then suddenly it's like in in a matter of literally four months it's like now you're sexual you're a sexual object Wait, how old were you when you were running around with no top well on? I don't you know I think I was always well I was, no, I was but, young yeah, I was young just, doing just that but like yeah, almost yeah, yeah. I think I really that's was kind really of hippie. no no that's really crazy but like almost one of just just like a tomboyy kid that would be like very much didn't like think about gender at all and then suddenly obviously gender kind of gets forced on you in this way that's like Mm. men are looking at you differently people are speaking to you Mm. differently and it's not even about who you have not really changed as a person just suddenly you look different and and you the world is responding to you like significantly differently And I yeah. think I'm still upset about it. Yeah. I'm still jarred by it. Agreed. Like yeah. literally, um, what, 16 years later? Is that right? <laughs> As a 26-year-old woman, yeah. yeah. I, I can't do the math. How old are you, no, when, you yeah. have, when you hit puberty? Yeah. What was your relationship like with other girls? Oh, I think, what, it, it, when? Just across, like, just give me the general outline. Do you remember those YouTuber videos that were like, draw my life? And they had like a squeaky <gasps> little whiteboard. and fucking life. Draw us your life of your relationship to other girls growing up. I don't think I can draw my life in, in te- <laughs> like, but I can give you some gist. And my baby brother was born on... <laughs> and it'd be like, oh, stick man. Really cute. And then yeah. wipe it out really fast. Oh my God, it'd be so cute. Um, I don't know. I think my relationship with girls has always been really positive. Like, I've always had, like, mm. big groups of, like, girl friends. Mm. Um, I was raised by women. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've always been surrounded by women. My my opinion of them is a great opinion of, like, Good. these people Thank are absolutely key to my development, to me as a human now. Everything. I uh, I think they're everything. Yeah. I think that literally is as basic as I go. Obviously, you encounter weird people, you encounter jealousies, all of this shit that's kind of inherent in being women in a competitive patriarchal world where you were kind of competing for men's attention. It's shit. But my opinion, my opinion has been and always will be that they're the fucking best. They're the fucking shit. <laughs> yeah fair enough what's yours okay so yeah i agree with you <laughs> it has to be <laughs> it has to be yeah, i'm never gonna no speak spoilers, down like yeah no plot twist here i hate women actually <laughs> Thanks they are disgusting i hate women <laughs> they are weak and they belong to men <laughs> yeah. okay your role as a woman do you ever feel like you've been expected or encouraged to keep quiet about something because <laughs> you're a woman <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Trick question. <laughs> it's like, uh, what? Yes. Every yes. moment of my life, I feel like I'm keeping quiet from 
everything i don't even know where to start like i feel like the literally the experience of womanhood is just kind of diminishing yourself in every way just becoming Mm. smaller and smaller and smaller physically mentally emotionally spiritually everything until you're (laughs) just like this weird shell with no opinions i think genuinely that is i don't know yeah if you if you have to say which with a pinch of salt like i don't want anyone like quoting you on this unless you are happy to be quoted but it's, it's quite <laughs> it's a big ask that i'm gonna ask of you yeah it's completely off the record here would you say if anything what would you say if anything at all is a unifying experience or the unifying experience of being a woman being objectified i think the unifying wow. experience the thing that i can really relate to with every woman is that you have been objectified whatever whatever your experience in the huge spectrum of privileges and ex- and experiences and all of this stuff the the thing that i think all women have in common is that you have been sexualized and objectified throughout your life definitely everyone wow. do you not well, think you so re- you thought of that so quickly it's that's that's it to me i think that everything that i feel bonded with with women Mm. is that we've all been born into this weird your kind of luck of the draw is that you live this life where your body is seen as more important than you Mm. and you will be um hurt for it you will be kind of um you won't have things given to you because of it you'll be spoken to differently you'll be looked at differently all of your experiences will be different to the men in your life i'm shocked at how quickly that came to you really what would that not be on the tip of your tongue I almost would just be so overwhelmed with the question that I would <laughs> run away. <laughs> I wouldn't answer it. I would just be like, oh, guys, it's up to you. <laughs> well, what would it be for you? Like, if you're taking your time, what is the thing that unifies you and all women? Well, you know what? I, I, re- I really see, I agree with you that there is, there's a level of being invalidated, I think. Mm. Like, your existence as a woman or just your existence on this planet as not a man, I think. Mm. Um, or at least not a cis man, I think is yeah you're considered to be just less worthy Mm. and i think i don't know if this is a unifying thing but i something i find frustrating is the lack of being well for me personally a lack of just being not being able to articulate exactly what Mm. that is because i almost think a lot of people will be listening and completely relate to it even if there are so many ways that you feel like it happens that you can't quite put your finger on Mm. which then makes it feel invalid or like um superficial like almost well you don't have the evidence so even though obviously we do have the evidence we have like (laughs) a lifetime god guys we have a lifetime we have like many lifetimes of lifetimes exactly yeah but i think sometimes there's a subtlety to the experience of being a woman that is so hard to put into words that it feels like almost so abstract that it becomes like not real definitely and i find that frustrating i agree i think that's also i always think like that's when like media like that's when like films and music and all of these things really sum it Mm. up where like i always feel like when i listen to i've been actually listening to lana del rey her whole album isn't out yet Mm. but like there are two songs that have been released and i've been listening to them and it's like how do you sum up the feeling and I, I mean, yeah. Scissor does this for me like no other. Mm. And I feel like Taylor does it for you in loads of ways. But it's like, mm. you're summing up things that I didn't even realise I thought, but are like so key to my experience. And I think the experience of so many women. Yeah. That so many people, but I do think like, I, I don't know, Lana was specifically giving it to me. It's like, this is like the women's experience. And it's like, you mm. have nailed something that I, I just, I didn't even know was in me. 
that I wanted to put into and it's words. Like, God, yeah. I actually can yeah. like feel the feeling. Well, that's why as well. I think the experience of being a girl, just and this whole topic in general, is really interesting because I think so much of the experience is encouraged to go without saying. Like, yeah. it's so much of it is internal. Mm. Like, and I think I think we're definitely seeing like a increase in the amount of people like raising different questions and like pointing mm. different things out or like sharing different experiences like over the internet over the past few years but even like over the past five years I feel like the landscape has changed so much like I feel like yeah. we're really every day like someone will say something and all the comments are like oh my god we're all living the same life literally <laughs> but it's like yeah, yeah I guess we've been doing this for years and years and years and never spoke about it or never spoke about it like in this way but I feel like like little things like for example like being objectified by men or like I saw a thing the other day of this girl being like walking into a room and scanning to see um where you rank in terms of like beauty oh, across God. the women and like all of these things that or like the way that someone looked at you and then you don't you know just so many things I think about the experience is internal which yeah. I think can make it so isolating and it's why I asked you what you think the unifying experience might be if there is one mm. because obviously everyone's life is different looks different but I think sometimes there is something even like beyond unspoken might even be unconscious yeah but it's so bonding and without that it becomes really ugly and isolating and I think that's when it starts to get easier like when we are isolated we're obviously then much more likely to do the whole like fuck her blah 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 blah. like oh that girl is bullshit like that the blah 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 like you know the whole pick me do you know what i think that's so interesting that you are saying like it can be a bonding thing because i feel like as a like objectification is inherently competitive as well like we've jealousy comes with this stuff and like one of the the main fucking things i think in like friendship with girls and also like just knowing other girls and like being a girl growing up you definitely feel jealous and competitive at a lot of points like a lot of things are Mm. used against you or like a lot you can turn anything into a competition so i think realizing that's a universal experience then becomes something else it's like okay so i'm not going to compete with this girl that's someone that is that is we've been essentially fucking trained to compete with each other for everything but especially Mm -hmm. men's attention which is so fucked up oh my god i hate it i hate it that is really you're really you're throwing out some hard hitters here i'm not you said what did you just say and i was like oh it actually like hurt my soul a little bit you were like in a good way yeah you were like um <laughs> yeah in an awful that way. really cringed it. me out <laughs> that was awful when you said that, that. hurt my soul when you said that. <laughs> no it really like stung my insides mm. when you were saying like the objectification even becomes competitive it is it's like i it's like i'm Survival. more objectified than you i i'm hotter than you and it's like as if we're not competing Mm. for everything else as well jobs money everything Mm. it's also like i need to be the hottest so that most men can objectify me but that is my oppression as well it's so fucked it's just a cycle of shit um it's kind of one of the purest or like not pure because it's evil but like the clearest examples of the main currency a lot of the time or like we're made to feel like our main currency is the external validation and often the validation from men yeah, is like our huge. main currency it's our bread and to butter. work with <laughs> it's not bread and butter we can't get enough of it yeah <laughs> tell me more tell me more <laughs> genuinely when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, it's your sign that's like, okay, so you're fulfilling your role. If the role of a woman is to be sort of traditionally the like quite sort of demure and like kind, Mm. pretty, but not beautiful, not intimidating wife that can like raise some kids and cook some dinners and suck her husband's dick and all of the stuff so interesting that is the traditional role but keep quiet really have some like funny moments but don't be too funny don't be too clever don't make as much Mm, as him no definitely not yeah like so much of that isn't the case now but so much of that like endures in like small ways like i think most Mm. women now would say that they don't strive to be that that kind of don't worry darling version of a woman or like the that the don't worry darling version of a man's fantasy of a woman florence Pugh, who can deny it i mean she's my fantasy she's mine as well but like you're waiting <laughs> there with a drink in your hand and you've been putting your makeup on day while he's been out mm. and blah 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 i think so many people would say that doesn't mm. it, that's not what most women strive for but there's so many ways that that fucking it is still so present like it it really isn't that far from it like yes now Absolutely you can have not. a job that's pretty mm. much the only difference but you're still expected to be the most beautiful you're still dating <laughs> what is it? fucking harry styles but at the end where he looks like a fucking oh. <laughs> you're still dating an absolute scrap of a guy mm. like you're still um having to like pop out some kids whilst he's probably having an affair blah 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 like there's so many mm. there's so many ways like i think the way to challenge is it challenge all of that is like if you did make more money than your husband if you did look like shit all of the stuff it's like how would you feel that you have failed as a woman the idea of a woman still is that you should be pretty fucking um small really and not ever surpass what a man does because that's just such a fucking threat like actually when i've seen people challenge that and actually kind of i don't know surpass the idea of like a small and i mean kind of small in like a in all senses woman <laughs> people are not fucking happy like the role of a woman really is pretty limited mm. yeah. sorry am i being quite dark i don't think it's i don't think it was your choice <laughs> yeah i would love to, <laughs> to be like guys this is just life. this is just the yeah. fucking shit of the dark. world i think it is i think it is dark okay so this is still gonna be dark but bear with 
how has your perspective changed or has it changed at all or like what is your view on the ways that women comment on other women's lives my opinion of it is fucking diabolical okay (laughs) so what if i said then like for example i'm gonna get quite specific but i know for a fact a couple of episodes ago you were like God, this feels so scary. <laughs> not the, not the, honestly, that is like full on like hard evidence. Yeah. Actually, two episodes ago. Um, but no, like, for example, when we make comments about like, oh, even like lucky girl, oh, that yeah. girl, this girl made a TikTok and she said she calls herself a lucky girl and blah, blah, blah. And we talk about what that means yeah. publicly, which makes me sick. Makes me ill to my stomach. I hope it. Everyone knows. Goes that saying. We're not directly speak. I don't. I don't think we're ever trying to critique anyone's life personally. I don't. <laughs> we're not in positions to not. critique. Oh my no, god! No, no, absolutely no. not. But how does that? What do you think that says about not even us as two individuals? But like, what do you think it says about us? Just the state that we've got ourselves into. <laughs> I don't know what it says about the state that we've got ourselves into because I actually don't have a fucking clue what we're doing like but i think it's funny that we live in a world where we can comment on even taking gender out of it where you we live in a world where you someone can say something mm. then someone that's never met that person can comment to a load of people that they've never other met, ever met and then they can send that to their friend. like it's yeah. it's a pretty weird state of the world yeah but then you add gender into it that it's women commenting on something that a woman said and list and there mm. are women listening and all of this stuff and yeah it definitely feeds into um a load of bollocks that we're already too saturated with yeah and i think that saturation is the crux as well because i think a lot so much of the commentary that you get um kind of in response to one girl popping up with a random video whether yeah. regardless of what her intentions were regardless of like if she's evil and she needs to be held yeah. accountable for something or if she's just normal or we like her we don't like whatever it we is we like her today that's like, yeah, exactly like, if you like yeah, someone doesn't mean you're gonna it. like them tomorrow <laughs> But I think so much of the commentary, or and in some ways, when people do critique individuals, and I think women on on social media in general, regardless of whether or not they've got a platform, I think a lot of that is really motivated by seeing the injustice happen for a long time, or knowing, like being raised in this world where you know that gender, for example, race, like all of these things are creating injustice in your real life. Mm. So you can't help but take that narrative to this random girl who's just made a video on, for example, Lucky Girl, and I hate to talk about the episode that you just heard, but... Um, I think it gets us into that classic thing of now we're not bonded in our objectification and we're not bonding yeah, we're and against unified each other, which feeds in our into, exactly. once again, the whole fucking design of the of the patriarchy, yeah. which literally was a design. I hate to tell you this. It's not a coincidence that we ended up like this. But the whole fucking point of it is that women don't realise that they have any power. They all turn against each other. It's all kind of, I can, but I'm the exception. I can climb out of it. Am I, am I? No. That is not where any any empowerment leads. It's not about... What it, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And I think as well, like, on an individual level, obviously we're all just out here trying to get by with our own struggles. Like, we don't know... What is it? Like, our elbow from our ass, or whatever. I've said that twice we now. We don't know our days. elbow from our ass. Is that the phrase? Your elbow from your ass? Your ass from your elbow? Your, your ass from your elbow. Elbow? It's so random to choose elbow. You don't know your you don't ass, know your ass from your ass elbow. From your... I think it is. Why am I anyway, thinking nose? I mean, like, you don't know your ass from your nose. Your nose. But I think it I is elbow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know your teeth from your eyebrows. Yeah, but you just, you messed up. We don't know what we're doing here. No. Um, 
on an individual level, obviously we're all out here not knowing our arse from our elbow, whatever yeah. it is. But also there are, I, I just, I want to take a moment mm. to acknowledge that like some women really do hate women. And if that is directed at you and you can't stomach the pity or like Oof, the, the ability to bond or like, but like if you can't, bring yourself to sympathize with her for a moment i just think take a minute to be like okay but you're only human because just because i don't know like we're all victims of this thing if it plays out towards you negatively you don't have to be super apologetic just because i think it goes across all things like i think for example like um kind of we tell black women or women of color that they can't be annoyed about anything really but Mm. you know towards a white woman or like a gay man might have misogyny towards women like there are just so many different pockets there's new ones here there's new ones and i i just always think obviously like i think the goal and the crux of life is to remember you're human and chances are hopefully everyone else is human unless Mm. they're not (laughs) which plot twist quite exciting but (laughs) yet to be announced (laughs) but for now we're human beings and so we're gonna do fucked up things but also when you're the person being subjected to those fucked up things i I just think don't feel bad for being angry as a woman like definitely not i think it's one of the most powerful it's pretty much one of the main catalysts i think to get for getting anything done like (laughs) i I think also like you're entitled to feel angry and do nothing and you're entitled Mm. to feel angry and do something about it like Mm -hmm. it is quite angering also that like definitely the huge spectrum that exists as you were saying of like privilege of like being a Mm. white angry woman and a black Mm. angry woman it's like look there's a lot of different shit to be angry about yeah and and you're gonna get away with being angry in a way that a black woman just never would which is so fucked up but i i think another thing that is unifying in some way on a human level regardless of gender or any anything is the feeling of being and we were kind of vaguely talking about this the other day but the feeling of being infantilized and Mm. kind of defenseless and not being allowed to not having a voice basically yeah when were we I talking think about it's some, this? Um, oh, I, <laughs> I think can't. I remember. I think I remember. Yeah, I can't really Don't say. <laughs> but it was something where we were in a situation where we were doing something and we didn't really... It just, it was all going wrong. We and, like, didn't want to do it. it. And we, we didn't, didn't realise that we could say we didn't want to do it. And we we wanted to go home and it was just it was a horrible <laughs> thing. We were stuck. It was just, it was awful. Yeah. Um, and I, I, again, like, I think that's a human experience, being made to feel like you need to appease people and, like, being made to feel like you don't have a voice mm. is definitely a woman's experience. I think, as we've discussed, it's definitely a woman of colour's experience. It's definitely something that I reckon every single person listening to this right now can relate surely. surely. And if you haven't, I need tips. Surely you can relate to the feeling of not wanting to speak up or feeling like you actually, not even being aware that you could speak up. Like it's yeah, not even it doesn't cross your mind. That's what was so mind. funny about... You just sit down and shut your mouth and take it. Do you know what? That is so key to that feeling of being infantilized as well. Like mm. we only realised that we didn't, we didn't, we do only realised that we didn't want to do these things after after we got home and we were like we did so much that we we didn't even occur to us that we could say no like we just fucking went through it was like our parents being like time for maths lesson now i didn't realize i could say with all these things yeah i genuinely (laughs) felt like we were fucking seven years old babies no genuinely it was like it's time for nap time now and we go and have a nap what off we went Yeah. yeah we didn't even think about it no so weird and i think so much of that actually that might be quite a bonding experience is just but i think that is yeah i think that just that experience of 
realizing after the fact or even never realizing that you were in a situation where you were made to feel like you couldn't say anything yeah absolutely. and that is so fucking wrong so and you maybe didn't even realize until two weeks two years two decades later maybe you never realize it because no one let you know that that shouldn't have happened to you and it wasn't fair and it wasn't right and it wasn't your fault do you know the most well one of the most fucked up things about it is often Mm. in those cases and i think potentially in our case the people that were in charge maybe did realize that we didn't want to do certain things and knew that we Mm. weren't going to say anything and i think that probably yeah is one of the most shitty and also like i mean it it's reminiscent of a load of things that women deal with i.e i think sexual Mm. assault of someone realizing Mm -hmm. that they can take they don't want to you. you have to they, they don't want to do it but turns out you have the power so they they can turn turns out you can do whatever the fuck yeah. you want and then i think yeah. in all the minute ways that that plays out in life of women having just to do things they don't really want to do and everyone knowing mm-hmm. they would really rather not do this they actually don't want to do this but then it, it's not in their dna they haven't been raised it actually is in their mm-hmm. dna it's not in their fucking social conditioning to to know yeah. that they have the voice they think that they it doesn't even occur to them to use their voice and then i th- also think in those um kind of fleeting moments where you do think oh fuck like hang on that wasn't right i'm gonna say yeah. something it's like now you're weighing up your safety is it yeah. is it realistic for me to use my voice here or am i gonna get myself seriously hurt or otherwise maimed like <laughs> am i am i am i in trouble here if i speak up is it worth it can i be bothered will i lose a relationship i can't <sighs> be bothered i'm tired i find that I'm so, so scary exhausted. honestly i'm knackered it's tiring being here i don't have the energy to stand up for myself every day Ugh. I find that really scary like and also like when you were saying the, the one of the things that unites women I do think one of the main things that unites women is fear like really I think mm. we've all known every everyone's known fear but the feeling of being scared for your body in in the way that women are scared for their bodies in every fucking way I mean it's so universal and I, I I think actually that was one of the things with those kind of when TikTok became a thing and everyone was saying oh my god we're all living the same life and we all realized that we all kind mm. of carried our fucking keys around with us or like we all kind of pretended to fake phone calls and said the same like we all realized that we all did all these things to stay safe but I've been thinking so much recently about what you basically just described of like you it's safer to say nothing so you you gonna mm. go along with things because it's just safer because it's like if I say no what will then that what? look like it will then be a mm. fucking bad situation so it's almost safer for it to be a n- just below the surface. I'm not using my voice. I'm so familiar with this. I've been fucking trained for this my whole life. I've been doing this since age, since puberty, since mm. the trauma of puberty. I've done, been doing yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm still not over it. Then if but you the stand consequence up for it, of that is you might, you know, you, you think you're keeping yourself safe, but you're also keeping all of us, you're keeping your role. that person you don't worry, in darling. the loop of doing those things. Yeah, it's like you allow yourself, hopefully, the safety and you allow them to keep mistreating you and others yeah. and just we we further the cycle but also uh, whose job is it to break the cycle Daenerys like (laughs) whose whose job is it to be like hang on a minute this is a bit fucked up I'm a bit tired now do you know what I mean like it shouldn't always be the role of the oppressed to be like hey oppressors like I hope you don't mind but I've kind of noticed a few little things I wouldn't mind changing like is there a HR department I can speak to absolutely not absolutely not but I don't see it happening the other way at all I'm not I'm not ever seeing 
oh, no it's just not happening like and i think that's why it's important because these things do work on a spectrum of some women have more power than other women i do think it's the job of women in positions of power or women with more privilege to be helping the women oh that don't God. because it's not if we're waiting for men i'm sorry emma watson tried to do it with he for she back in the oh, day it's I not fucking you, happening emma. like <laughs> it's we've we've given the opportunity so many times all the opportunity's been there since day fucking one it's not happening like do i'm not you, waiting for that you know what i think might be another unifying experience this is just an opportunity for us to get <laughs> off our chest all the yeah. shit things that happen yeah. in life but what i think is this is really disgusting so brace yourself but you know when there are men in your life like maybe closely like maybe family members or something who you love or you have a good relationship with mm. like not like weird uncle vibes like yeah. actually like a nice person or just someone that you're close to someone you love could be your dad could be anything and you feel confident in their beliefs mm. and then it's almost like just maybe like one time or like yeah every once in a while once in a blue moon or there's just like a fleeting Bad. moment of like something they say or like something slips out where it feels like did the mask just slip or yeah a reminder of like oh i am ultimately my crux is i'm a woman to you yeah no de- they're definitely do you know what there's <laughs> there's a line I actually don't know what song it is, but it's a Jay-Z lyric. But I remember being so (laughs) horrified by this. Um, And he says, it took for my daughter to be born to see for a woman's eyes. And it's like, that is horrendous. But I think that is so honest of him. And I reckon that is such a common experience. Like men can only see through a woman's eyes if that woman is half them. It's like, I can only see through a woman's eyes. It's like, he's been with Beyonce for years by this point. (laughs) He's been with her for years. And it took for his kid to be born to see through a woman's eyes. It's like, that is crazy. It took for a woman to be half you for you to Mm. to see what's going on here. And then you still cheat on Beyonce, you fuck. (laughs) And almost like, I don't know if this is too much to say, but I guess it's not, it kind of makes sense. It's like, I kind of think as well, it's like maybe the only woman on earth that you obviously wouldn't want to have sex with like unless there's something the like only one that on you there. are trying to protect really yeah like the only one that you couldn't obviously like i'm not saying jay-z is for example trying to fuck his mum but like <laughs> <laughs> just generally yeah like the one woman on earth who i guess is safe from your gaze is the only one you could is that's the one that was the key to seeing the, what women go through it's almost like jesus christ and i think that's so true like i can really see that for a lot of men i really can mm. that it's like when they have a have a, a a small child a small girl in their life they would be like oh shit like the boy like this why every fucking teen movie is like you the yeah. dad's like you're not allowed to fucking date i'm talking about 10 things i hate yeah. about you you're not allowed to fucking date yeah. it's like yeah because you know what men are like because you know, you know what, what she's like. gonna go through because it's you that's why you're scared of this shit Oh, oh I, feel so, bleak. I feel glum. I feel glum. I feel glum. <laughs> I feel glum as hell. Can we raise the spirits? It's hard though. How do we do that? I feel glum as a bum. Right, Honestly. let's think of something funny. <laughs> you got any jokes? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the patriarchy. <laughs> right. What's something you love about women? Let's celebrate these lovely love ladies. This goes out I to all the ladies women. in here. Yeah. I thought you'd never ask. I do love women with mm. my whole fibre of my being, with everything. I think <laughs> I was 
gonna just straight away bring it back to the glamness <laughs> i think what i love about women is feeling that sense of like unity across even like strangers of just there's something shared here there's yeah. some sort of shared experience and i think you get that through so many things but i think finding it with women is really special which is why that i was going to make it glam and say like i find it so sad like it really hurts my soul when mm. i feel just like really ickiness like be it between women like it just it's, it's vile, just so yeah. sad yeah well and it's I a think... shame because it's like we're falling into the trap you do realize like exactly and this is kind of the way they wanted it um quote unquote minority group like every any community that is marginalized i think then you they're always like you always hear like black on black crime for example mm. like they love to say like black on black crime yeah um but it's really just a symptom of what the white man is doing wrong which is like definitely uh, in, in all cases yeah. <laughs> really i guess but so so often like we turn against each other when there's actually a real enemy here but that's the design of it, it like that yeah. is if you can keep the people without power arguing amongst themselves and they don't look to the people with exactly, power that you can see yeah. that in so many structures across history yeah. And then we don't even see it for ourselves. But also it's like, we're talking about Don't Worry Darling. And I think it's a great example to use because it's about mm. women being oppressed. But it's the reason why fucking, what's his name? Chris Pine, covered mm. in spit, poor fella. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's the reason why Chris Pine doesn't want Florence Pugh and Olivia Wilde speaking. He doesn't. They don't want um, the woman that jumped off the roof speaking to Florence Pugh. It's like, of you course. don't want these women realising that they're having a joint experience. Mm. Because then they'll come for you, funny. Chris Pine. And it's the same thing. Thing. you see it in like individualized cases of abuse like you could have one abuser let's say a man <laughs> just yeah hypothetically speaking <laughs> let's, let's say the abuser someone out of thin air a man <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no one in particular no particular order let's say a man <laughs> <laughs> and he is an abuser surprise surprise yeah <laughs> who would have guessed twist. <laughs> this man is an abuser i'm taking mm. the piss here guys don't start coming for me i'm not in the mood and this man is abusing this woman right and mm. what's he gonna do let's take a few guesses he's gonna isolate her isolate from anyone who's bitch. ever loved yeah. her yeah yeah <laughs> isolate her from everyone and stop her communicating with really anyone cut off her lines of communication so that she has no validation and she has no awareness now of what is and isn't acceptable and she's only human right but it's interesting to see how that kind of format of abuse really functions on a huge scale across all of these things like gender issues racial issues like across yeah. culture across religion in so many ways it's like a mass manipulation that it we... 100% is and also mm. that's when it's like it's better to have women worrying about um she's skinnier than me or mm. she got a better she's talking about body image in me. the wrong way like, yeah it's easier to be like she oh just all the fucking wrong. shit go yeah. on twitter go on fucking instagram you'll see it you yeah. know the examples it's easier to have people doing that and that's why all this shit is marketed towards us so that we get kept up in this fucking bollocks mm. so we don't look at the fact that we're not getting fucking paid we're also, fucking living miserable and then they lives call us no gossips reason. and then they say it's a mother's meeting and then they say we're bitchy mm -hmm. and we're all of these things it's like you branded us yeah to be your little patriarchy's little mistresses like sorry that we're, we're just i'm out here trying so hard it's bollocks isn't it do you know a thing i love about women just, yeah, I'm just go gonna on, li sorry, lighten the you. freaking yes. load a second. Def definitely. <laughs> yeah, go on. You know the whole thing of like <laughs> the tale is all the time. Kind of women aren't funny. Women aren't fucking funny. Oh, oh just women aren't. Oh, like, okay. Name a funny female comedian. 
women are so much women funnier are funny. than men my experience my experience no, of women is so fucking we funny. only value the opinions from men men are screaming about not finding women funny because they can't find something funny when they don't view it as human they just view it as something to have sex yeah. with the end the end sorry i didn't tell any jokes to dress that up and make it funnier it's really just as the audacity as just the audacity to say this women are so funny after we just develop d- deliver the most just like depressing, <laughs> just depressing. but it's Boring. like if i know na- if i like name the funny people in my life oh my god just like the amount that women make me laugh like that is just something that i think like the sense of humor of women Mm, it's divine so beautiful but it's also like two things i i love when it's like a a darker yeah just like more raw like gritty like something you haven't heard someone say out loud in a while or like ever that's funny and also the that i think is just that the crux of that to me is purely just we don't value women's opinions because lots of women who are not projecting internalized misogyny bullshit would know that they find a lot of women funny we just don't believe them when they tell us we just don't listen to them it's like you go and tell a man that you find loads of girls funny he's gonna say yeah of course you do like i give a shit sorry i'm making it bleak again but it's true they don't care they know women laugh at women they just don't care (laughs) anyway but it's the same bullshit it's the same bullshit sorry (laughs) i was supposed to be done but i just kept going go on go on well i was gonna say it's the same bullshit that it's like it stops trans people being able to do things like these weird rules that they sign off of like oh a trans person can't do this or like um a black person can't do this or like the stereotypes around different groups of people yeah just keeps us in this fucking boring loop and it keeps us stuck in shit and who does it keep in power oh let me guess the same that same guy guy, that guy i was talking about that abuser man it's what the abuser it's chris pine it's that guy (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's that guy all right well i hope that made everyone feel good i think the crux the crux if if i may offer a crux is we all want the same thing here we've said i was saying this in the last episode we all want the same thing here we just don't want anyone to get hurt we want everyone mm. to be safe. We want everyone to feel confident. All of this stuff. It's like, let's not argue amongst ourselves. Yeah. Because really, all it's doing... <laughs> Who are we talking to? It's like, are you not arguing? Like, all of a sudden, we're convinced we're in like a war field. <laughs> yeah, no, generally. We've never been more serious. Ever. It's like, ever. guys, I'm going to tell you this once and for all now. Seriously. Mark my... You heed my words. Heed my words. <laughs> words that's not argue amongst stop ourselves. arguing stop fighting or like if the next time you see something that oh my god that just that girl just needs to shut the fuck up like seriously yeah, who does she think she is way. let's think where that's really coming from like who put yeah. that thought in your head it was a lifetime of so messaging true. from bollocks so it's not true. about the girl it's not about you it's about the competitive objectification that was sold to you from the moment you hit puberty i'm sorry about it but it's shit i think the moment you were born yeah i agree <laughs> let's make it even worse let's make it even more depressing it took for a, a girl of my kid to be born to oh, see for a daughter right, for a woman's note. eyes fuck you mate <laughs> we'll see you next week guys if you don't hear from us <laughs> hopefully we'll be a bit lighter then <laughs> if you don't if hear, you don't from, hear us, from us truly assume, assume the worst, worst. ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.